Ah, good morning. If it's morning, I'm Blake Wexler. Welcome to Blake's Takes for God's Sakes. This week on the podcast, we'll be talking uh, Deshaun Jackson. He uh, he made a few uh-oh words. That wasn't good. Um, we'll be talking about uh, for relationships. When you and your friends are on different COVID pages, how do you deal with it? I'll tell you. <laughs> and for politics, um, everyday words and phrases that are uh, actually racist. And um, oh, and for leisure, by the way, uh, we're gonna go through travel and leisure's 100 fun things to do at home. And let me tell you, not one fucking thing on that list is fun. Um, welcome to the podcast. What are we? Uh, what are we gonna do right now? I'm dressed uh, just to give you a, a crisp image of how I'm recording this live to tap tape. Fuck, uh, live to tap. Fuck tape in Los Angeles. I'm wearing a polo shirt, a red polo, and a basketball shorts. So if my general aesthetic was in the army, he would be (laughs) court-martialed. Oh, let's stop wasting time, all right? And and get to the nitty-gritty. Gritty, a Philadelphia mascot. This guy I'm about to, a Philadelphia, I'm about to speak about a Philadelphia athlete. That could have been cleaner, but I'm not going to re-record it. Let's go to sports. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. Welcome to the sports section. Now, uh, this week, so um, by the way, I am recording this on Tuesday, July 7th at 10.25 a.m. Pacific time. So if more news comes out about this that makes this whole thing look even worse, uh, I am not aware of it yet. So um, there was a bad, uh, a big bad, big bad boo-boo from um, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson, who, full disclosure, is one of my favorite athletes of all time. Also, full disclosure, I am half Jewish. So this is this is a tough one. Um, do I I might identify as an Eagles fan more than I identify as a Jew. And um, you know what? It's not might, I do. I straight up do. So here's uh here's what happened this week. Um Deshaun Jackson on his Instagram account posted a uh, a quote that has uh, since been attributed to Adolf Hitler, which you shouldn't do. Um, that's my take. <laughs> you, it's when 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 offered the opportunity to quote a one Adolf Hitler uh, pass, I would I would take a pass on that one for sure. And it, it doesn't even matter what the quote is. All right, if uh, it Ad- if Adolf Hitler said I love puppies, just be like there had to be someone else who said that they love puppies. We don't need to quote that. Is there anyone else that we can quote on this subject other than the Adolf Hitler, who is the Adolf Hitler of references to the worst person in the entire world? Now, this is the quote that uh, Deshaun Jackson posted on uh, on Instagram, which has since been deleted, and he has apologized, saying uh, he has no hate for anybody. But he hasn't like really apologized and being like, "Let me take that quote down." And like, I love Jewish people. He just said, "I don't have any hate for anybody. Equality, equality." Where you know you would probably want to address uh, the the whole Jewish thing. Let me let me read you the quote. 
Um, and this is a quote from Adolf <laughs> from Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Sorry. I it's just uh never thought I would say that. Um all right, this is from Deshaun Jackson's Instagram. Because the white Jews uh all right, I'm I'm gonna read this directly. Um for, so these are the words these are words that I don't like using, but uh it is a direct uh quote from Deshaun Jackson. Because the white Jews knows that the Negroes are real children of Israel, and to keep America's secret, the Jews will blackmail America. They will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they were. The white civilization—sorry, the white citizens of America will be terrified to know that all this time they've been mistreating and discriminating and lynching the children of Israel. So, um. By, by the way, imagine someone taking that out of context and just being like, uh, Blake Wexler had a weird had a weird soliloquy on his podcast this week. It's like, no, 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 listen to the setup. Um, sorry, it, it just dawned upon me that if taken out of like, I just pictured how I would deal with someone playing what I just said. Blake Wexler quotes Adolf Hitler on Takes Podcast. And then uh, Deshaun Jackson, after posting that quote, uh, he posted a video of Louis Louis Farrakhan, Louis Farrakhan, Louis Louis Farrakhan, who, um, according to many, many, uh, you know, reliable and uh, distinguished outlets and organizations, is an anti-Semite. So here is my take. I do not think that Deshaun Jackson is anti-Semitic. I just think that he's not smart when it comes to expressing himself in this particular area. He's not... So, there's... And by the way, I'm going to do like an athlete-to-athlete comparison. Someone like Malcolm Jenkins, who uh, was a former Philadelphia Eagles safety, current uh, New Orleans Saints safety, uh, big uh, political activist, race activist... um, he expresses himself in a in an extremely um, intelligent, concise way when it comes to speaking about race, and it's just not what Deshaun Jackson's good at. Um, and I think what he did here is that Deshaun found a sentence in a quote that made sense to him. The problem is that he didn't look at the context of the quote and who it was from. And uh, the quote being from, again, A. Hitler. <laughs> so, uh, Hitler. Um, now, uh, I also don't think... So, here's, here's the quote that I think... Um, I, I think what Deshaun Jackson was trying to say here is that um, black folks are uh, the children of Israel, meaning that um, they're incredibly important to the way that the world works. And if white Americans knew that they've been treating these holy people, holy people being black folks, uh, so poorly that they would uh, really regret it. I think that's what he was trying to say here. However, that sentiment, though good, is unfortunately in this quote coming at the expense of Jewish Americans and just Jews in general, which is horrific. And I don't think that Deshaun also, and this is a, this is a weird thing to say, uh, knows anything about Jewish people because I don't think he's ever like interacted with Jewish people. I don't think he grew up with Jewish people. Um, and I because he knows so little about Jews, I don't think he has any idea how um, oppressed and discriminated against 
um, Jews have been throughout their entire existence. And obviously there's the, uh, the Holocaust and there's really nothing else to say after that. Uh, there is the Holocaust period. And, but also Jews have been discriminated against since then, before then, um, not even, you know, like it's, you can be discriminated against without being exterminated too. Jews have been exterminated, like, you know, they tried to exterminate them, um, and also they're just discriminated against on a daily basis. And I don't think Deshaun hangs out with enough Jewish people uh, that he would have any firsthand accounts on how that would affect Jews. So um, that's, what, uh, that's what I think about this. I don't think he's anti-Semitic. I just don't think that he really thought about what he was writing. So uh, his apology, not great. The Eagles actually posted a great, uh, you know, a great thing today. It is interesting how that organization does tend to nail things like this. Like they are able to speak with nuance where nuance is necessary. And here they just straight up said, uh, it's not appropriate. It's wrong. It's inappropriate. Now, all that being, and, and, and I honestly, and I do want to say that, though I do think that Deshaun didn't realize what he was posting and he was uh, not articulating uh, well at all his actual sentiment, which is that black people should be treated better. That's what he was trying to say, that black people should be treated better, that they are a holy group of people and that white Americans shouldn't treat him this way. Instead, uh, he wrapped that up into a Hitler quote, which, good God, that is a, that is a lack of finesse and um, mishandling that only the rest of the Philadelphia Eagles receiving corps could, uh, could manage to do, literally with footballs. So, um, and, and all that being said, though, I do think that he bungled that. I don't think, uh, or I also, I obviously do need to say that that quote is disgusting and horrific and is, uh, plainly the quote that he posted is horrifically anti-Semitic. I just don't think that Deshaun is. Does that make sense? Now, all that being said, if Deshaun Jackson plays 14 games this year and goes for, you know, 1,400 yards, then uh, he can post whatever the fuck he wants. All right, next. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, All right, going to the next section. What's it going to be, baby? Oh, it's leisure. Let's take a trip at home. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake. So one of my favorite websites on the internet, Travel and Leisure, has posted uh, an article called 100 Things uh, to Do at Home Right Now, from virtual tours to animal cams and more. Now, animal cams, so I've set up uh, an OnlyFans account, and it is me uh, doing um, just unspeakable fucking things to my body, and that is one of the things that it's suggesting. Now, I do, I do appreciate the publicity. I don't like that they call my sex, uh, my uh, sexual work on webcams, animal cams. The fact that they're calling me an animal, uh, I don't like it. But the things that I do do to myself is, I would say, is something of a less civilized species than a human being. So maybe it is, <laughs> maybe it is accurate. Um, they did come up with this article. So I want to go, I'm not going to go through all 100 things here because uh, I, I don't have like a, a complete mental illness, but I do want to go through some of their, some of their at home tips. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to give my take on each one, whether or not I think it's a good idea, whether or not I would do this myself. All right, next games to play at home during quarantine. Think, you know, your skylines, 
take this quiz to find out. I, I co-sign that. I think that would be a great quiz to take because I am very good at uh, skylines. I know my skylines. The key to that is finding one distinct... Every city skyline, every city's skyline has like one distinguishable building. You know what I mean? Like Seattle has the Space Needle. Um, Pittsburgh has those like weird fucking buildings that look like they have like crowns on them that like a king of the stones, you know, like a, like a, a king, like a king made of rocks would wear on top of his head. They have that. Uh, Philly has its shit, you know. So <laughs> Philly has its shit. The uh, oh, New York has its has its Liberty Statue. So uh, I think that would be fun. I went I went on way too long on the uh, on the Skyline game. I got a little too excited there. NASA's online game can help save the coral reefs and your bird boredom during quarantine all right so uh another game if you can save the cor- uh, coral reefs definitely do that all right this actually this section is boring the shit out of me what to watch at home during quarantine tiger king love is blind and here's a here's a good wine to pair with each tv show all right so i've already done those things so i think that's a good section uh you can read at home yes we know that how to watch an animal live stream all right so a lot of like animal animal preserves and shit or since you can't go visit them and so much of their money comes from visits, they are doing like live streams with their, with their animals. And there is a cool one. So unlike, you know, so actually, uh, only fans is going to do a live stream with their animal coming up, which is me. You can just see me. See, see what I'm going to cover myself. <laughs> I'm going to cover. Here's what I'm going to do. All right. I don't want to spoil if, if, by the way, if you don't want my live stream on only fans to be spoiled, um here just skip skip uh skip a minute ahead all right here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna cover myself in peanut butter and bird seed and i'm gonna go out there's a little park across the street from my place and i'm gonna have i've ordered various whistles that mimic a bird's uh squawk and i'm gonna lay covered in peanut butter and bird seed on the ground in the middle of the park and i'm gonna go at 4 30 p.m which is when it's at its most it's most uh, busy so I'm going to lay in the middle of the park or wear, you know, a small, like a tight short, you know, I'm not going to be naked or anything. And I'm going to cover myself in birdseed and peanut butter. And I'm going to have eight whistles in my mouth. And I'm going to take a big, deep breath after I use my inhaler because I do have asthma. So I'm going to take this huge breath. And then the sound of eight different birds are just going to just rock through the Los Feliz neighborhood in Los Angeles. And then I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait covered in birdseed and I'm going to hear the flapping of those wings and they're going to see a fucking feast waiting for them in the middle of the park. And here's, okay, this is the big spoiler. All right. So obviously you guys have fast forwarded. If you're back, here's the big spoiler of my, my animal live stream on, uh, on OnlyFans. So I'm going to hide a corn cob in my pants and by in my pants, I mean, not up my ass. It is going to be in my ass, but not up my ass. Like, I'm going to use my butt cheeks as a sort of vice, (laughs) as a vice, like a vice grip that you would use, like, while in in a wood shop. And I'm going to take this corn uh, cooked and and put it, place it within my butt cheeks. But, all right, so if the ass crack is a uh, pointing down, (laughs) does that make sense? So, all right, I'm trying to think parallel not par- so parallel to my ass cheeks all right 
So I have my ass cheeks, and in the middle of them is the corn, the ear of corn, long ways, fully cooked. I'm going to lift, spread the ass cheeks, place the corn in between them, shut the ass cheeks, and then I'm going to let out the goose, <laughs> the goose, uh, <laughs> the goose uh, sound from my, one of my whistles, my bird whistles, and that's the headline. That's like during the fireworks display, the grand finale. So, yes, all these smaller birds, um, sparrows, robins, blue jays, are eating small seed off my body. But then, once I lay on the goose horn, an enormous goose will come in, and he will find the, he'll find the prize in my ass, and that's his reward. So anyway, you can look forward to that. I'm not sure when that's airing, um, but it is coming up. Next next idea. How to connect with celebrity. Oh, oh, so I actually did see an animal, a different animal live stream, one that I didn't have anything to do with. And there's a great, I've, I've spoken about it on podcast before. I think I talked about it on Creature Feature, which is a uh, an iHeartRadio podcast. I don't think I've ever spoken about it on here, but it's a great animal sanctuary in, um, it's about like 50 miles north of los angeles and they'll you can buy like private sessions with their animals and they have great like god they have like one of those uh fennec foxes or desert fo- you know the like cute little like things with the big ears they have kangaroos an armadillo various monkeys a baboon and uh, all these great animals and by the way I'm, I'm done doing it but i know you're waiting for me to say something filthy right now i'm not going to this is no bit and so you can do like private sessions with these animals, but they did a cool one the other day with their wolves and you can ask questions in their Instagram live while, you know, the animal experts are hanging out with the wolves there. And someone asked, oh, like there's probably coyotes where you are. What do the wolves do when the coyotes howl? And I read that question. And I'm like, fucking idiot. You know, because like you just judge everybody else's question. Then I was like, oh, wait, I would actually love to know the answer to that. And apparently when the coyotes you know, yelp and howl, so do the wolves, which is very cool. So I actually do strongly co-sign this one. If you can find an animal live stream, watch that. And uh, if you can, you know, again, my OnlyFans live stream, the whole bird thing, do not watch it. All right. How to connect with celebrities at home. See, this sounds like shit already. Celebrities like us are also stuck at home right now, huh? Not if they're at their fucking sex parties. And uh, they're using this time to give live performances, teach us classes on things that they're experts at. What is a celeb most celeb what is a celebrity ex are you gonna teach me how to act? Cause I'm already one of the I was in review for fifteen seconds. All right. Guest star two thousand sixteen or fifteen. Who, who the fuck knows? But I was on that show, so I don't need to learn anything. Uh, Lizzo and John Legend are doing performances. It, it is interesting with these live streams where they are... Questlove does a really cool one where he DJs every night. That dude does not sleep. Um, then I've obviously done some shit as a celebrity... Speaking of celebrities, Todd Glass is on Cameo now. and Oh, and I should have mentioned this at the top... Coming up on uh, Blake's Takes, for for God's sakes, we're going to do a bit of a summer concert series where I'm going to have guests on. And all this time, you've been getting Blake's Takes. But what about the takes of of guests? Huh? So I'm going to have some guests on. Tucker Max is a maybe. 
And um, so I'll let you know. Don't get your hopes up either way for him. But I'm going to try to have Tucker Max uh, on the relationship section because, God, that guy has really turned his life around. I'm kidding. What if he has? What if Tucker Max became a very, you know, like, you know what? Tucker Max, um, sometimes I feel like it's hard to sum up feminism, you know, as in like one mission statement. And I read this incredible live journal entry from Tucker Max. And my God, did that guy fucking do it justice? Uh, no, but I am going to have uh, guests coming on in the next couple weeks. And um, I have a very funny idea that, uh, you know, I'm excited to share with you guys that I think I don't think it's been done before. Uh, and it's it's going to be really, really funny. So I'm excited for that. And uh, yeah, so that's coming up. I'll, I'm sure I'll plug that in another place later. But I have watched there is um Lissy is a musician um, who I love. But she's I'm tr- I don't know who the fuck to compare her to, but beautiful voice and her acoustic albums incredible and then she has like rock albums too she's fucking sick and i saw her do like kind of riff and mess around on her farm you know like kind of she was basically doing her own open mic you know like riffing and working out material and stuff and it was really really good and by material i mean music next how to stay fit and healthy at home during quarantine Uh, well they better not give me advice on my legs the Las Vegas Chippendales dancers turn their routine into quarantine workout videos. That's great. Okay, I'm going to co-sign on that. So here's what you do. If you want to get a, you know, that pelvis, that uh, obtuse pelvis, an obtuse pelb, just humping, strut, thrust, thrust your goddamn male hips until your penis, your soft penis, whips up and back like a... Uh, um, I'm trying. Oh, like what is that thing? Like a xylophone? Not a xylophone. What is that thing where you press like a lever and then the thing goes down and hits the musical instrument? Is, do pianos do that inside? I want your workout to look like the inner mechanics of a uh, of a piano. Thrust the penis. If you don't have a penis, who cares? Put a piece of uh cooked linguine. <laughs> Cook linguine and um, tuck it into the waistband of whatever the fuck you're wearing. And, uh, yeah, that's how you get that pelv. I would imagine. So here's an interesting thing that I've learned because I have not the best back. And I do physical therapy a few times a week for it. And one thing that they say is good for your back so your back doesn't overcompensate during a workout is strengthening your ass. And... It is a lot of the movements that you see Chippendales doing. You know, the, the way they swing those goddamn fucking unwieldy hips um, is really bad for your back. So what I would do is I think you need to sh- – or what I've learned is that in order for the Chippendales not to hurt their backs – because what there's nothing sadder than a hurt Chippendale, and I've been saying it for 16 years – um, they must have really strong asses because there's a lot of squats, there's a lot of thrusts. So these Chippendales, these men, um, was Chippendales also that cartoon about those fucking rats? Chipmunks? Jimmy and the Chipmunks? Alvin and the Chipmunks. But weren't they called Chippendales? We'll be right back now. Um, At-home yoga. My girlfriend's been doing at-home yoga, and that's been good. The only issue is that she shuts the door to our room, and we don't have central air. So she'll shut the door to our room, and then later, it just the room never cools off again. It gets so fucking hot in here. 
but God, God, is she look good. How to take care of your mental health during quarantine. You can take online medication class with sheep. That's interesting. Now, uh, is it sheep in that they're the actual animal sheep, or is it just other people who can't make fucking decisions for themselves? Personal hygiene during quarantine. That's a big one. How bad, what is the worst you've looked, by the way, during this lockdown? What is the worst you've looked? I think for me, it was before my girlfriend gave me my fir- was sweet enough to give me my first haircut, and I had just like my fit. I hadn't shaved. My hair was long, and my hairline is such that it looks good if my hair is cut properly. But the longer my hair go- uh, gets, the more like a. Uh, I'm trying to think of the proper term. I just look like a queef. <laughs> I just look like a guy who um. Uh, has no, uh, just has hollow bones and has nothing, just wouldn't stand up for my girlfriend in an argument. Does that make sense? That, that's what I look like. So definitely do keep hygiene. I know everybody, like people are in, oh my God, Zoom backgrounds to use at home. Pretend you're traveling again with Airbnb's free Zoom backgrounds. Can you imagine a more fucking depressing thing? Then, because they're not good, like they're not immersive. You know, if you were wearing a VR headset or something, I guess perhaps you could pretend like you were in a new place. But can you imagine fucking being like, <laughs> "Hey, listen, listen, I want, I want to be a hundred percent honest with everyone here. I was really depressed. All right, things were going really, really bad for me. I, I was, I felt trapped. I, I felt like I've completely lost all freedom, and." And, and, and I've totally last lost my ability to, to feel like I could be free or go out there in the world. But then something saved my life. And that was one of Airbnb's free Zoom backgrounds. All right. So I went from thinking that I was stuck in this fucking studio apartment in Bedstein, Brooklyn, New York, United States, North America, Western Hemisphere, Globe. But then I switched on that that Disney World background, and my God, I feel like I was rubbing noses with Goofy again, and I'm a new man. And what did I do? What did I do after that? I proposed to my girlfriend with that same piece of linguine that I cooked. I wrapped it around her finger, and I said, "This was next to my penis, or where what I want my pe- what this is what I want my penis to look like, flat and al dente. And now I want you to be my wife." So I found that. God damn. How to date during quarantine. That's interesting. By the way, in terms of VR, I don't know if this happens with anyone else, but I get so fucking uh, motion sick where I work for ABC for a little while, like directing promos for them. And they had this cool workshop for people like me and their other employees where by people like me and me, I mean uh, handsome geniuses. (laughs) And they uh, brought us to like their tech division or whatever in Burbank and they were like hey these here are some of our VR shit that we're working on and it was objectively cool where you could play these new kids games and stuff that they're going to come out with in a few years but I couldn't appreciate it because I felt so fucking sick from the VR experience that everyone's like oh how was it and I looked green like I felt so so goddamn sick um tinder's passport feature lets you match with anyone in the world and it's free why would you want to do that 
hey, uh, you know relationships and how uh, difficult they are. To here's what I want to do. You know, you know how uh, pretty much every relationship lets you down eventually. I want to make sure that happens. All right. So let's uh, let's let's fucking have me match with someone in Cutter. Hmm. All right. Let's do one more. And then we'll go to whatever the fuck the next section is. Oh, I'm out of them. All right, that was the leisure. <laughs> is it safe to fly right now? We're taking calls here at Travel and Leisure. Leisure, 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 leisure. Here's the next section. It's what to do when you with the COVID. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake is really funny. Blake, Blake, Blake. So with shit reopening right now um, and... This is coming from the point of view of someone who all of my friends are in different parts of the country right now where I have, uh, you know, my close friends are still in Philly. I have friends who live in New York. My parents live in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, Another one of my friends lives in Detroit. Another one in Austin, Texas. I live in L.A. So um, a lot of people that I know are in different stages and phases, stages and phases of quarantine. Now, this section, uh, I'm going to give my take on what, on how best to deal with your friends in this situation. If you're on different, uh, different pages for how to act during COVID. Now, I am definitely on the safer side of things. I think since this pandemic started, and by the way, I'm giving you guys this background just to tell you where I'm coming from, and then uh, hopefully this helps in your interactions. So this is this is my bias, is that my bias is uh, since quarantine started, I've seen three friends, one from a driveway, two from a backyard, and we were 15 feet away from one another. So um, I haven't even gone on like walks you know, with my, uh, with my friends or anything. So I've def, and I also haven't seen my family in uh, half a year, <laughs> which is very depressing. So that is, that's where I'm at on it. I also live in Los Angeles where COVID cases are skyrocketing. Um, I am, as you all know, uh, also an extremely liberal person uh, and progressive. And also I'm very smart. So take all of those things into account as I speak about this. Now, there are, and even in Los Angeles, this is true, where people do, it's it's interesting where it is very hard to figure out what stage of both economic reopening and personal reopening that you should be on. Because, you know, it is a thing where it's not good for your mental health to stay indoors this much. Like it isn't good to be separated from your loved ones this long. It isn't good to be separated from your friends for this long. And you know, just your instincts are to have fun and to be social, but it is in, you know, extremely dangerous to do that right now. And especially for young people, because we don't, we're not going to be affected by it as much and we've been getting sick and haven't been getting you know we've been contracting the illness people in their 20s uh teens you know 30s but we're not dying it's the fact that we're passing it to other people who can pass it to people who could die so um I am playing it safe because I think that's the right thing to do. I don't think me going out and drinking and having a good time is worth putting even a stranger's health at risk. Uh, And that's the page that I'm on. But your friends, my friends, may see things differently. Um, They honestly, and I'm going to... 
see, here's here's what you shouldn't do. I'm gonna say I think that's selfish and self-centered, but that's uh, that's exactly what you shouldn't do because my take here is here's here's how to deal with your friends if they're on different pages of COVID. Um, I do think that you need to be 100% honest with what you're comfortable with and not judge. So what I just did is I judged and I or don't outwardly judge. So you can internally judge and be like, this person's being fucking selfish. Uh, they're crazy. They're stupid. They're reckless. They're ignorant. All Just judge all of that internally. But when you deal with a friend for, say, like, say that they're much more loose with COVID restrictions, I wouldn't say any of that. Just be like, don't judge them at this point outwardly because, honestly, we're all fucking losing our minds. All right? So don't lecture them because honestly it's not going to fucking help and just say what you're comfortable with so for instance when i uh would go see a friend like if, if you're going to go see a friend be like hey um this is what i do i say uh so when i see you i'm gonna want to hug the shit out of you however i'm really not comfortable being within you know six to ten within six to 10 feet of you. It's not that I don't trust you. It's not that I think you're gross or that you're, you have a disease or that you're sick or anything. It's just, that's just how I have to approach this because that's what makes me comfortable. So um, I hope you're cool with that. We're also going to bring our own chairs. I don't want to go inside your house. I'm not saying your house is gross or anything. It's just, this is just a thing that I need to do to feel comfortable and have a fun time because I would still love to see you. And we did this the other day, and and by the way, that's kind of my whole point here, all right? Um, there, I don't think there's a reason to go too much further into that because just say what you're comfortable with, ask them what they're comfortable with, and just be like, hey, just so you know, like, I have anxiety about this whole thing. If you're not cool with any of the things that I just said or if you're not able to do it, like, maybe we, sh- we should just hang out on Zoom and have, like, a Zoom happy hour or something, all right? Um, because if... Because here's the thing, if you're not explicit with it and you show up to this person's house or they show up to yours and they, you know, uh, enter your lack of comfort zone, if they like, you know, cross any lines, it's going to be awkward and you don't want to strain a friendship over this. This whole thing's temporary. It'll be over within a year. You know what I mean? So just be civil and take each other seriously, all right? If they're like, hey, you know, like, uh, yeah, just so you know, I've been like at parties and stuff. And so if you have been at parties, and here's, here's the flip side of it. If you've been at parties and you're like, listen, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to get sick from this. I'm not going to get anyone else sick. Um, I've been hanging out with friends and stuff. I really don't think that uh, this is that big of a deal. If you have a friend who is, you know, being a little more trepidatious about it, just be like, all right, cool. It, Maybe it's worth seeing your friend under those rules from that thing. Just because they're like that doesn't mean that they're making fun of you. All right. Now, um, a really successful version of this that I had the other day is we did. Um, uh, I went to a sex party in Hancock Park and we all fucked with masks. No, I just completely uh, negate everything I just said. For Fourth of July, we went to our friend's place and uh, it was perfect. He had the gate open to his backyard when we arrived. We air hugged one another from like 10 feet away. He had chairs set up already around, uh, you know, a little fire pit. 
Um, they were already set up 12 feet away. The guy, and by the way, half, and we brought our own beer and co- coolers and shit. They had their own drinks. They ordered a pizza. We brought sandwiches with us. We never touched, we, en- we never touched any of the same shit. And after we were hanging out for 20 minutes, completely forgot there was a pandemic, completely forgot that we set this rule, these rules for one another. And it was completely normal. And we just, luckily, uh, our friends and I, we were on the same fucking page with this, with how careful we are. Um, but yeah, I do have other friends, you know, like I have, I have a friend who like, he invited me to his birthday party. He's like, Hey, I'm going to have a couple people over. And I'm like, I fucking love you. I want to see you so bad. I'm kind of on the, like, I'm just being so safe with this that I don't think I can make it, but I would love to see you individually social distanced um, because I, uh, that's what I'm comfortable with. And he was totally cool with it. So there are ways to do this correctly and safety uh, and safely without offending one another. Um, And that's, uh, that's it for, for the relationship section. That's what section this was, by the way. Now we're going to go into the final section. Normally we do politics up first, but we're going to do it last. Here is the political section. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. CNN. CNN. CNN wrote an article this week about everyday phrases that are actually racist. Um, so I'm going to go through these, and I'm going to give my take on what a good substitute phrase is. All right, So I'm going to let you know what the phrase is, where it's from, why it's an issue, and then I'm going to give my um, – I'm going to give why I th- what I think is a good replacement for it. All right? So first phrase, master bedroom. Uh, that you can probably guess is refer uh, was used on plantations, and it was the biggest bedroom in the house, which was generally reserved for the plantation owner, who was also a slave master. So, here's how I think you should replace that: instead of saying "master bedroom," say "mommy and daddy's room," <laughs> because that is to me like I, I I don't live in a house yet. You know what I mean? Like I still live in an apartment, um, and I've never lived in a place. Or visited a place where the biggest bedroom in the entire place wasn't occupied by someone with children. So I do think that uh, the master bedroom should be replaced by mommy and daddy's room. Because that's where mommy and daddy go. Mommy and daddy don't stay in the guest room. All right. That's what I mean. Okay. So instead of master bedroom, say mommy and daddy's room. This, uh, this um, four bedroom house and beautiful Radnor, Pennsylvania is 8,000 square feet, and up here we have mommy and daddy's room where you and your wife, I believe, would feel right at home. Next one, blacklist. All right, uh, this one, uh, the word blacklist doesn't directly come from a, like, a phrase. Like, that wasn't a phrase used necessarily in a very specific way, but it is a phrase that reinforces uh, that black is bad and white is good. Um, so saying like, oh, this should be blacklisted. Very easy, very easy to replace. Um, witch scroll. Instead of blacklist, blacklist, witch scroll. All right? Like, yeah, he got witch scrolled for that shit. A witch fucking, I think it makes even more, a, a blacklist, you know, like, it's just like, oh, it's a list on, on black piece of paper with white writing. You know, like, that's not that bad. That could actually, in certain situations, be more aesthetically pleasing. But 
a witch's scroll is, you know, that shit. You know, when she writes, she has a quill, but her fingernails, this goddamn witch, are so long, they eclipse the point of the stylus that the witch is using. So there's an, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps right now. There's, or chill bumps or chicken skin. Um, So she's writing and as, you know how like lefties, when they write, it smears, You know, if they're writing in pen, it smears like the writing. And my God, I have, maybe we'll go into that one podcast. Lefties have it fucking tough. So uh, I'm I'm a righty, obviously. (laughs) Not politically, though. (laughs) Um, So a witch, she's writing. Instead of, you know, like a lefty smearing ink, her fingernails as she writes are scratching across the paper. And if that doesn't fuck you up alone, I don't know what what would. Uh, Next, peanut gallery. Now, the peanut gallery is referring to uh, old theaters, and um, it was often the poorest section and where black folk were for, uh, forced to sit. So um, it implies that that section of the theater is rowdy, and it applies that black people are rowdy and can't behave themselves. So that's why the peanut gallery uh, is an issue. And if you don't know that phrase, it's like, oh, we don't need any more comments from the peanut gallery. That is um, what the phrase is. So... Here, instead of peanut gallery, let's replace that word with, uh, we don't need any comments from the four loco can. Replace peanut gallery with four loco can because that is, if, if you want rowdy, if you want fucking people uh, who are like lower class, all right? That's, black people are not lower class, all right? People who drink four loco, that's that's lower class, right? That is that is not fancy shit. So I don't need any goddamn comments from the Four Loco can. I drank Four Loco once when I was in college. I'm sorry. There's this guy walking by apartment right now, and he has the worst hairstyle I've ever seen in my fucking life. He has so it's a white dude with he has black hair, and it's. Like, it's, like, greasy, disgusting, long... Like, actually, I don't even think it's greasy. I think it's just wet, and it's a little curly, but not really. And it's down to, like, past the back of his neck, and it's all combed to the side. <laughs> oh, God. You're ruining my property value. Ugh. All right, so uh, I drank Four loco once when I was in college, and I was playing video games with my friend Max Fox, and... We were just sitting there, and so we weren't at a party or anything. We were in an otherwise very calm environment, and then the four loco hit my system, and I started like I was just like, my demeanor was the equivalency of grinding your teeth with rage. I was just like shaking, like I gotta ah! like we were playing a basketball video game too, and we were just angry. We weren't violent but just had this drunken energy. It was, your body ought not feel that way. I kind of want one right now. I'm not kidding. That actually, what I just said was meant to show how disgusting it is, but uh, I just, that, I, I just want to feel fucking something. Here, hey, Trevor and Leisure, Trevor and Leisure, why don't you put this in your goddamn list? Uh, tip number 102 to having fun during the pandemic, drink a can of Four loco and scream have your wife scream at you until you throw your head through a fucking wall next cakewalk cakewalk is a bad word or is a is a bad phrase so a cakewalk this is actually interesting because i used to love that phrase because i'm like oh it's easy like walking through cake no 
uh, it was so the word cakewalk is meant to be an easy victory, but it's derived from the fact that slave owners would have their slaves perform a dance and the winner would get cake. So that's what cakewalk comes from. I guess the walk being the dance. So here's what you replace that with a flea bag. Oh my God. This was a flea bag. Oh Jesus. Oh, like the Sixers beat uh, the Knicks 117 to 61. That win was a flea bag. And that's because Fleabag is like uh, that Phoebe Waller-Bridge show is one of the easiest shows I've ever watched in my entire life. It goes by so quick. If you haven't seen it, you finish a season in, you know, an afternoon. It's crazy and it's amazing. So uh, easy to watch, great, rewarding. So replace Cakewalk, which is racist, with a Fleabag. Next, lynch mob, obviously a very bad word. Um currently used to describe a group of people trying to take someone out or get them in trouble. And uh, the word comes from literally a mob that was trying to uh, lynch African-Americans. So that is uh, terrific. You can't use that word. Oh, oh my God. This was like, like, oh, Blake Wexler made comments that his legs were bigger than an ox. And Twitter came after, like a lynch mob on Twitter came after him. No, that's not good. That's not right. So instead of lynch mob, um, refer to it as a family dinner table, right? Like, oh, this politician made comments that were controversial today, and then a family dinner table from the right tried to take him down. Now, I say family dinner table because uh, nothing you ever good is uh, do is good enough for your family. If you're sitting at the dinner table, so you're going to catch some shit, all right, for something, for the way you're eating. Do you like it? You don't like it? You didn't compliment me? How's your career? Why didn't this happen? Where is that at? Maybe you should have done this. Blake, why don't you host The Daily Show? I fucking, oh, because I forgot. I forgot to host The Daily Show. That's why Trevor Noah got it. Not because he's more talented than me, but because I, I just like, ah, shit. Shit, sorry. I, I, I know I had something to do today. And it was host the Daily Show, but then I got busy uh, fucking off in the corner. So here's what uh, that's how you replace it. <laughs> Next word, final word, uh, racist common word that is uh, that's used, but has a racist connotation. Uppity, which is used to describe uh, black folks who are trying to be treated equally to whites. Here's what you replace uppity with: Blakey. All right, because Blake's. We think we're better than we are. All right? We think we're better than we are, but... Um, well, actually, no, that doesn't work because black people are better than they are. But I guess uppity is being used by racist white people. So they would think this. All right, Blakey, because... Okay, this is a better word. Well, you see what I'm trying to do here. I guess this is a flawed premise, all right? Here's... All right. Use Blakey because... Blakes, we're not treated as equals. There we go. Blakes are looked down upon. All right? That is why I that word should be used. Okay? We are unfairly looked down upon. There. We're using that. All right? Use Blakey instead of uppity. Like, oh, he's being Blakey. Because we're trying to be fucking treated equally. Who are all the Blakes that, that, are, uh, that are mistreated? Me. All right? I deserve more than I get. <laughs> Blake Griffin? Blake Griffin, people just think he's some injury-prone piece of shit. 
That guy was a top three NBA player for years. He's exciting. He's just had bad injury luck, all right? They fucking said they were going to hang up his jersey in the rafters in L.A., and then they traded the guy to Detroit, for Christ's sakes, all right? Cut the guy a goddamn break. Treat him. He was he was very recently an all-NBA player. Blake Lively. She's, she's not Taylor Swift. No one is. All right? Treat her with respect. Also, by the way, I, I think this is important to say. Th- that being said, though, I do think us, us Blakes are not treated with respect. Blake would totally be the next Karen, you know, if uh, if it wasn't a multi-gender name. You know what I mean? Like, Blake, it's like, look at this fucking Blake. It's like, oh, God. As soon as the Karen thing happened, I'm like, Jesus, we are we are one uh, losing a gender away from becoming the next Karen. And honestly, we probably fucking deserve it. Now, the final section of the goddamn podcast. <laughs> We're going in for the close. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. Oh, it's the close, everybody. All right, I'm going to make this section quick because I'm running out of fucking battery. Why does this machine that costs $200 run on batteries in 2020? I don't fucking know. Review of the week uh, is called Pain. I love it. Five-star review of the week from N Melton 13 Thank you, N Melton 13 The five-star review says, I fell a few episodes behind and just heard your Bundesliga episode. I will pay you to never do a German accent again because, good God, that hurt. Thank you so much to N Melton. And I apologize for the German accent. If you could still, if you too could leave a five-star review with the strangest, the strangest justification for doing this, uh, please do that um, on the uh, iTunes. And can you leave a review on Spotify? I don't fucking know. I'm 31 years old. I don't know shit. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Black Lives Matter. Um, let's uh, go to the links and donate on the 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 podcast notes. And uh, I shall be with you. Uh, sorry, I did not do jokes for this week for the Patreon um, or for last week because uh, my laptop broke and uh, it ruined my life for a couple of days. But the laptop is up and running again. I love you all very much. Um, Black Lives Matter ends it. Um, and uh, you, uh, I don't know, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Goodbye. Blake Wexler, Blake, Blake, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler, Blake Wexler.